The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Stephen Cohen is a prolific historical fiction and non-fiction writer who draws inspiration from his extensive travels to over 50 countries, including year-long residences in seven, and his passion for World War II history, culminating in his upcoming trilogy series, Blue Ring Assassins. And Steve is with us here. How are you today? I'm all right, thank you, Toby. How's yourself? Um, excellent, thank you. Now... Your um, you know, upcoming series, uh, Blue Ring Assassins, is um, getting a lot of attention for its sort of unique blend of World War Two history and fiction. So, what was it that inspired you to begin on this journey and write this story? Well, it's quite a strange um, journey, to be honest. <laughs> I, I I watched quite a lot of uh, World War Two historical stuff on TV, and I was watching a series called the um, World War Weird. Oh. And uh, it was, it, it goes on about some strange stuff that goes on during World War Two, and it, they mention that they happen to you, the, the Germans happen to use prostitutes to spy on their own people. Oh, and I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that before. Yeah. Um. So I went on a, a on a journey for about a year and a half doing a lot of research and found out that yes it was actually a fact it what did actually happen um the head of the SD Schellenberg came up with a plan to extract shall we say 30 females from the streets of Berlin train them in espionage put them into a brothel the brothel was called Salon Kitty in Berlin mm. actually actually was there um and basically they were there to spy on their own people and any dignitaries that were that were brought to the establishment they um, actually recorded every conversation uh, and anybody of course that was not a hitlerite uh, was then consequently taken away arrested and dealt with accordingly wow. so i thought what a great story this would make absolutely so yeah so the Germans started basically bombing London. Uh, we started bombing Berlin. The place was raised to the ground. Um, and that's where my girl's story starts. Yeah. That is a great idea for a story because, you know, I'd never heard of that. And by the sense of it, you hadn't either. So it, I suppose it's... Um it's a great story, but also educational uh, for us to find out that this did happen. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the books are actually full of historical facts. Yeah. It's, it's laced with true events. Uh, and most of them are very um, unknown mm. or, or, you know, only, only known to a very few people. There are obviously some of the, the more known pieces in there. Um, but, yes, I, I try to lace all the stories with true events whenever possible. Um, and so, yeah, well... It, it's made for a really good series. Yeah. Uh, and were there any challenges that you faced in portraying the experience of these women, you know, authentically? Well, one of the problems is obviously getting the language correct. Yeah. Because we've got we've got German ladies that are um obviously throughout the, the series they become um, further trained and, and by the British and although they speak various different languages but getting the the correct terminology from from the era was quite a quite a challenge trying to write as from a, a female's point of perspective say as a male is quite difficult as well yeah uh, and what was your research process? Because, of course, you're, you know, a bit of a World War Two enthusiast and clearly already knew a lot. But was there even more that you had to research, I suppose, specifically about um, these women? And I guess, was there more general World War Two stuff that you had to look into that you maybe didn't already know? Well, yeah, um, obviously, the research, I spent quite a lot of time hmm. researching the brothel, of course. Um, and, and what actually went on there, how how it actually proceeded, that, that and everything that they did. Um, but from also, I had to find out what life was really like for the the females of of war torn Europe, mm. um, because obviously, generalistically speaking, most World War Two fiction and non fiction books go on mainly about the male aspect of war. Yeah. And and they kind of forget that, um, especially during World War II, uh, that there was a lot of females out there that actually played some major, major roles. Absolutely. Now, the book also includes extensive uh, travel. So how have your own travels influenced your writing? Uh, I guess particularly in capturing the settings and atmosphere of historical periods like World War II. Well, very much so. Um, I, I thought throughout this the series they, they they travel all over um yeah. you know i'm not going to give anything away because i'm currently um editing book three mm. uh, so i've got to be a bit careful what i say because yes. i don't want to spoil it for the readers uh, but yeah they do become quite extensively traveled um so obviously i have included certain aspects of my traveling experiences but again i've had to temper that with the traveling in in 1940s war-torn europe and the world yeah. uh, was very different to traveling around in the 20th century of course yeah. uh, you know so it again you had to do your research make sure it's you know the, the, the traveling is correct yeah. you get all the documentation uh, documentation correct ids and this sort of thing it, 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 there was every aspect of it really i had to do quite an extensive research program uh, but so what i did was i just broke it down into its sections really you know what yeah. what, what 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 am i going to include and then months and months of doing that and then the next bit and then the next bit and then as i was got it all collated and, and, and ready that's when i started writing 
Absolutely. Uh, and one of the places that features in the book is, of course, Berlin. And the setting that you portray during World War II is both vivid and haunting. So what was your approach to world building and creating that sense of time and place? Well, obviously, over the years, um, I've seen quite a lot of documentaries. Yeah. Uh, done, again, extensive research on the internet, looked at pictures, um, gathered pictures. And, and so I have a folder here that is just cram-packed with European cities that were bombed, yeah. um, not bombed, you know, this sort of thing. And, and, and it's just a case of looking at the pictures and, 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 or pictures mm. and then collating that and, and putting that onto paper and then try and keep it as realistically as, as you possibly can, really. Yeah. And it is quite difficult, I suppose, you know, with the locations and with pretty much everything about writing a um, historical fiction novel where I guess is there always going to be somebody that's, you know, upset with the portrayal of something. You can't get everything 100% right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, of course you can't know. Um, there's there's going to be people out there. That, well, actually, your timing here was slightly out. It yeah. happened on this date and not this date, you know. Um, at the end of the day, it's fiction. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it, yeah, okay. I try, I try my hardest to to keep my timelines correct and everything. But we're all human at the end of the day, and we're we're, we're all you know able to make the odd little mistake here and there. Absolutely. Now, the feedback uh, from beta readers has been overwhelmingly positive. So, how does it feel to see your work? resonate with readers um from different parts of the world well absolutely i'm, I'm elated by it to be yes. honest I, you know, I mean, from an author's point of view to get to start getting five star reviews on amazon and, and this sort of thing mm. uh, it, it's just absolutely brilliant and i do actually read every single one wow um uh, so and it's just a shame as well that on on amazon especially you can't actually reply to them oh you know because it would be nice to be able to you know i oh, thank you so much and and you know thank you for your support and all this sort of thing but you you can't actually reply um, well, I don't think you can. Yeah. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I found Amazon as a platform. It's, it's great for obviously self-publishing, but um, it, it can be quite difficult to navigate at some point. Some point. So yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody can actually tell us whether you can or not. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of a shame. But obviously, I'm on, I'm on other platforms and I do interact with readers on other platforms and the like. And, and you know, they ask me all sorts of questions and this sort of thing, which is great. I love interacting with with my readers. It's, it's an absolutely brilliant thing to do. Yeah. That's annoying that you can't reply to re- the reviews, but maybe that's to stop people arguing with the bad ones. Although there well, doesn't seem to be any of them in your case. Well, no, there isn't. But even if I did get one, it's somebody's point of view, and you've got to respect somebody's point of view. Not everybody's mm. going to like the book. Uh, you know, not everybody's going to like everything in all the books. Yeah. So you've got to take the rough with the smooth. And and if if somebody says something negative, then so be it. That is their opinion. They're entitled to that. Absolutely. Now, what is the overall message that you hope readers will take away from Blue Ring Assassins and the series as a whole? That that females played a major part in World War Two. It wasn't a male-dominated um, war, mm. and I, I I think it's something that um, many people forget. As uh, as I said earlier, that the females actually played some major roles in and during World War Two. They were on the front line. They were doing all sorts of things in in, in all sorts of areas. Um, you know, so I, I think they need to be recognised more. Yeah, absolutely. And it's set to become a trilogy series, of course. So what can we expect from the upcoming instalments? And how will the story evolve beyond the events of the first book? Well, obviously, we're coming into... Because uh, each book, obviously, is dated. Yeah. So you, you know which part of the, the World War Two you're going through. So uh, book three is, is obviously the end of World War yeah. Two. Um, and so we, we, we are getting to the point where we're doing dealing with some of the direct aftermath of World War Two. Um, we, we touch upon that during the end of the book. Um, but then obviously we've got going into the future. Books four and five are researched, um, ready to go. Um, but obviously I'm not starting those yet until we've got a little bit further through editing book three and then I shall start making a start on writing book four Um, so yeah I mean we're moving forward certainly yeah so when is when would books four and five be set is that like after the war yeah book book four is actually called after aftermath of war Ah. and book five is the cold war oh 
Um, and then we're going to move forward from there and onwards and, on, and upwards and carry and carry on and continue through. To, I'm trying. I probably will get to present day at some point. Oh wow, that's given given the time, obviously, to write the books. <laughs> yeah, uh, and do you think you'll find it quite difficult? Because obviously, World War Two, um, you know, is difficult to get right because it's such a broadly, like, widely covered part of history. But when you get to present day, it's maybe easier for the reader to notice mistakes or inaccuracies because they remember it themselves of course yeah i mean it, it, everything has got to be far far more spot on i suppose yeah um but i'm going to keep it fairly simple um the will i try to as i say i try do try to include historical and and throughout the book series all the way up to present day i will include some of the present day or, or last 20 years or so yeah. um events um they will be only hinted upon, I think, in, in the later books, because mm. um, it's going to be more about their development and, and what they turn into and, and what, who they are involved with yeah. um, and, and what sort of missions they, they, they go on and, and for whom, which is, you know, it, it, it's going to develop into quite a good series overall um, and exciting, of course, because, again, these girls, they are assassins at the end of the day and that's what they do for their money. Yes. But they, 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 they diverse a little bit later yeah. uh, into various other streams of, of the underworld. Yeah. Uh, and do you have any ideas for projects outside of this series, or is this um, mainly what you'll be working on? Well, it's funny you should ask that question, because mm. I'm also, at the moment, currently, currently writing uh, book one of a new series. Again, it's based in World War Two, but it's about a detective inspector um, based in Norwich. Oh wow! Uh, he he goes off and he's he's solving crimes during world the World War Two period um, in and around the Norwich area. Oh, that sounds fascinating! And in the meantime, where are we able to uh, keep up to date with you and find um, the books for Blue Ring Assassins? Well, you can find the books on Amazon, obviously. Um, dot com or dot uk doesn't matter which yeah. um and, and that's the only platform at the moment they're currently available on i found it best to use just amazon at the moment because it's worldwide so anybody and everybody in every country can can purchase the book if they want to from there um obviously you can keep up with myself i'm on most platforms just put in stephen cohen author and you should come up with me somewhere a goodreads x uh, which is now known yeah um i'm on instagram uh, I've started a YouTube channel, um, and on, on the, and there you, you'll find some of my um, visits to various World War II historical sites, this sort of thing. A bit, little, you know, little little snippets of my travels while I'm travelling around, yeah. um, past and present uh, stuff on there. I've only just started that, so there's, there's only a few videos up at the moment. But yeah, you can find me on there as well. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Toby, for your time. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.